Hello and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Sized Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. This week we will be discussing a ransomware as a service group that has been discussed on this podcast before. Alf V, also known as Black Cat. But this isn't due to any particular attack pulled off with their ransomware, but the FBI seizing their website and creating a decryptor for victims of the group. But it gets weirder from there, so stay tuned and we'll get right into what happened. Let's start off with what the FBI actually did. According to a search warrant that was unsealed on December 19th, 2023, the FBI went undercover as an affiliate with the help of an anonymous source. Alfie, or Black Cat, operates as a ransomware as a service model, which I mentioned earlier. This means that they have affiliates that perform ransomware attacks using custom malware and other tools made by the parent organization, in this case, Alfie. V. In exchange, the affiliates split the ransom with Alfie. The FBI agent, while undercover, had access to the backend affiliate portal, which is not public, and as implied by the name, is only used by the ransomware group and its affiliates. While in this panel, the FBI watched carefully for months to get an understanding of how the site operated, and when the time was right, they obtained private decryption keys used in attacks and used this to create their own decryptor for the ransomware which they then used to help over 400 victims recover their files for no charge. These keys would not be available to an affiliate, so it's unclear how they were obtained, but it is likely that there was some sort of vulnerability in the ALF-V site that allowed the FBI access to those private keys. They likely hacked the hackers, although this is a theory and remains unconfirmed. The FBI also obtained 946 public and private key pairs associated with the ransomware group's many different Tor negotiation sites, data leak sites, and management panel, and have saved these keys on a flash drive to ensure they are not lost, according to the Department of Justice. Anyone who has these key pairs essentially has control over the website, as Tor works by generating these key pairs to associate with a specific URL, which is then registered with the site. As a result, the FBI put up a splash page saying that the websites had been seized by them. Before the websites were seized, they had stopped working, which Alfie initially claimed was a simple hosting issue. So, this sounds great, right? The FBI took down this giant prolific ransomware group that had been hitting all these high-value targets. A group that's been extorting millions of dollars out of people and leaking their personal data. But it didn't go that smoothly. At least, not as smoothly as that it initially seemed. The story doesn't end here, and it, in fact, gets pretty weird. The same day that search warrant was unsealed, ALF-V managed to unseize their data leak site, regaining control and taking this opportunity to explain their side of the story, with the FBI sometimes re-seizing the site as it begun some kind of tug-of-war between ALF-V and the FBI owning it. Since they both had the key pairs, this was rather complicated. According to ALF-V, the FBI gained access to a data center that they were using to host servers, which is how they had access to their sites. They then announced a new Tor URL for their data leak site so that the FBI couldn't keep seizing it. Of course, a new private key was generated for this site. They also made a shocking claim, which is that the FBI had only gained access to the decryption keys for the last month and a half, which was about 400 companies that were confirmed by the FBI. However, according to the group, this means that 3,000 companies will lose their keys forever. 
which means that Elfvi has lost a lot of money since they can no longer offer their decryption services to the organizations, and the FBI may not have realized just how far this operation extended, even after months of keeping an eye on their activities. The Gransomware group was clearly very angry. They had also removed all restrictions from their affiliates as an act of vengeance. Previously, ransomware affiliates were banned from targeting hospitals and critical infrastructure, but now those type of organizations are on the table. However, they are still prohibited from targeting the Commonwealth of Independent States, which were previously part of the Soviet Union. This is because, although Russia does not care about hackers attacking most countries, they take it very, very seriously when it is them becoming the target. Finally, LV has increased the revenue share for the affiliates to 90%, likely to discourage affiliates from switching, as now they will likely get more money with LV, even if they have less trust in the operation. This actually was a concern for LV. Affiliates were leaving them behind, given this attack. I don't really blame them, I probably also wouldn't be able to trust them after an attack like this. They either started emailing their victims themselves, or a different, very prominent ransomware as a service group called Lockbit even welcomed former LV affiliates to use their infrastructure to continue to extort their victims. The hope for this operation was that the group would disband and silently vanish or reform into a new group, having to rebuild completely, but that was clearly not the case. The attackers were able to simply move their sites over and still run as usual, and now they're very angry. Hospitals and critical infrastructure are not always off-limits, after all, some attackers have different standards. But we may be seeing more of these types of attacks in the future, based on that restriction being lifted from the ALFV affiliates. There were also no arrests made in this case, as it is believed that most ALFV members are in Russia, and Russia refuses to extradite criminal suspects to the United States. This is the reason a lot of hackers are based in Russia. Still, this dealt a huge blow to the ransomware group in lost revenue. They can no longer offer services to 4,300 companies they'd hacked, and ransom payments can range from thousands to millions of dollars. We don't know the exact dollar amount they lost, but it certainly stings, which is probably why they're trying to get their affiliates back and and likely why they're also lifting restrictions from previously restricted entities. Unfortunately, it does not look like ALFV was knocked out for very long. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and I'd also like to give a thanks to Bleeping Computer, PC Mag, ARS Technica, and TechCrunch for providing information on this rather strange but very interesting story. And until next time, stay secure.